You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So, if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. still don't know that I shouldn't be petty, but we <laughs> shall see how petty we get. As long as you're not petty theft. Ooh, yeah. What about Tom Petty Theft? Well, he, he's dead, so he can't steal. Well, he can steal his corpse, I guess. Can I steal That's a called last grave dance? robbing. Yes. <laughs> can I steal a last dance with Mary Jane? Um, if, <laughs> only if you're talking about token up. Okay. Well, welcome to Supernatural Selection. This is your weekend weird for the week of, what week is it? Like August the 13th or 14th or something like that? Yeah, we decided the week started on a Sunday, so yeah, it's the oh, wait. 13th. Wait, sorry, I forgot. This is going up on Mondays now, so yes, it's so the not. week of the 21st. <laughs> so screw me sideways with a crowbar. Yes. Going, we're not going to post this back in time, are we? Uh, week of the nope. 20th. There we go. Yep, week of the 20th, August, almost said April, we are professionals, August 20th, 2023. I I feel like arguments about, like, the week need to be on the bingo card. You know, that's that's good, that's really becoming a thing now. (laughs) I'm your host, Kevin, and uh, with me are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you? Sleepy. I know, you you were just dozing there watching videos about cars. Yeah, it was just yeah. <clears throat> Did it just sleepy drive you to sleep? No, actually, I was. What was really putting me to sleep was a, a wood turning video. Oh, okay, that'll do it. Those are calming. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you today? I'm doing okay, but I entered a scary new phase of my life. Oh, really? What's that? I am now officially collecting gunpla. Oh, so fuck. I'm, oh, no. I'm assembling my first Gundam. I'm about halfway through it right now. I got the torso, arms, and head going. That's funny. One of our uh, co-workers came in, uh, former co-workers came in uh, today, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Travis. And he is like, oh, I've got a new hobby. It's really expensive. I was like, don't say Warhammer 40,000. And he just <laughs> closed his eyes, dropped his head, and nodded. I was like, you poor son of a bitch. <laughs> Everybody's getting into it now that we're not into it. So, so David, are you are you singing Oopsie Gunpla style? <laughs> I I did almost lose a piece immediately. God I, damn was assemb- I was assembling the head, and there's just this little piece that goes on the uh, little crown thing, 
and it's very small, and like mm-hmm. I immediately dropped it. Here's a thought. Has anybody done like a gunpla of Lion Voltron? Probably. Because I would love one of those. I'm sure there is. Because while I'm putting it together, I could go and I'll form the head. <laughs> that was terrible. So like it, it's incredibly small, this thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it to be huge, but I'm like, God damn, I need like tweezers or something for some of these pieces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to be a problem for me. My shaking. There's just going to be parts flying everywhere. <laughs> I think I got a plastic <clears throat> splinter as well. So this has been That'll great happen. so far. That's, that's the sign of a true hobbyist. <laughs> yes. When you injure yourself. Well, I have yep. one, one final thing to say about that. Yeah. Hey, sexy Zaku. <laughs> I despise you for that. So, speaking of despising, <laughs> up top... We got a review on our most recent episode, uh, the Dogon tribe. We have, they, for, did, well, you know what? Let's start with a positive one. Do they say, oh, yeah, it stinks. Kinda. So let's start with a positive one. This is from Darth Plato, our good friend from Flag for Content. A truly unbiased source. An unbiased, yeah. hey man, look, the one thing I've learned is people either really, really love us or they want us to die in a fire. So, uh, Darth Plato says, love it, y'all. I could parasocially hang out with you guys for days and probably have. <laughs> He's going to start collecting our toenails. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually got one right now. It's like kind of, anyway. We'll so, make him a patron bonus. Yep. There we go. You get a toenail. <laughs> at least, at least make money off of it, right? <laughs> yep. You get a toenail, everybody. If you join the $20 level, that'll be coming up next week. You get a toenail. No. It's <laughs> called the DNA tier. The <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, do not add. <laughs> so, the other one is from a user called Rico Valentine 13 I'm putting that out there. Mm-hmm. And he had some very, uh, very, very strong opinions. Mm-hmm. Horribly executed and poorly researched. It's, it's extremely hard to listen to this. I suggest reading The Serious Mystery by Robert Temple. Do your research and give it another try. <laughs> wow, did, did did this Robert Temple leave us a review? Mm, that's one thing that uh that Dusty was wondering. Is this in fact Robert Temple? But you said he's dead, right? I think he's dead. I'll look it up, but I was pretty sure he was <clears throat> dead. So guys, have we got any rebuttals to that one? Well, well so first of all, this makes me think that we should actually like get the book and read it and do a takedown of it, kind of like how Robert Evans does. Like He'll read a Ben Shapiro book or he'll read a um, uh, Dilbert guy book. You know what I mean? Mm, we could right, literally right, right. read the serious mystery and just like, well, we covered this on the show. Yeah. Um, you spe- specifically like... Oh, oh no. He's still alive and he has a new book out called A New Science of Heaven. So this is a trustworthy source. <laughs> mm. So... I, I did some looking into the book. Uh, again, there's been a few books written mm-hmm. on the series mystery, and I believe, Kevin, you already mentioned that you had known about the book. I know about the book. I've read yeah. about the book, but I also didn't yeah. have, like, the 40 or $50 to get it and get it sent to me in a month with an episode coming up in a week. So, so. that's one That's one of the hurdles of this project that we have here is that, we're like... Poor. We're poor. We're limited in resources, but, we're, you know... We're dirt fucking poor. I, I read a bunch of stuff... About the book, 
and all of the claims that are made in the book are things that we address in the episode. Yeah, no, that's specifically the, thing. the alien connection that's thrown out there. I should also mm-hmm. mention up the top that Robert G., uh, K. G. Temple is listed as a pseudo scientific author. I know it's kind of like Robert. Uh, it, it's like a Graham Hancock or yeah. uh, David Icke or something. And I think it was a Graham Hancock episode where we also got like a, a pretty bad review after you guys took. Oh, down. oh, yeah. we we got some we got some very opinion yeah. very varied opinions on that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, yes. <clears throat> oh yeah, good. Like, I was say so it's so it's just fanboys being like unruly because we dare impinge upon the honor of their I, stan. I'm, well here's the thing, we didn't even mention Well yeah, Temple, but yeah, but, I never brought and up. And I Robert think he's Temple. mad that we well, didn't mention Temple. Well, okay, but. I can see that, but also just, you know, because we you know discounted the theories even if without mentioning the person. Sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah, because if it's everything if it, Everything that we talked about in that episode is in the book. You know, we talked yeah, about yeah. the 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 French connection. You know what I mean? Where it was like yeah, potentially yeah. French astronomers or missionaries. Uh-huh. The cultural exchange. So, we talked about like connecting back to Sumer. Um, yeah. So and also, yeah. he's not like the originator of these theories. Then either he yeah, just no, wrote he about did, them. He wrote about them. Okay. Yeah. And well, wow. So. My my thing. And and this is this is just a personal beef here. Uh, with this is not the first time we have been accused of uh, poorly researched yeah. topics. Which in the early days, yes, they were kind of poorly researched because I was drinking when we were doing the episodes, <laughs> and there was very little research involved. No, but you know, I, every no, because every time you've ever been accused of poorly researched, that's been a lie that's been a the complete opposite okay fair but it's also stuff i knew about going into it so yeah but the point but, is but, but, yeah i'm just saying that you know they they throw about this poorly researched when it's not true well i mean some of them could have you could argue that but they've never said that like, on those episodes. Would, would they have considered to be properly researched if you had read that fucking book is probably that not they they're getting no, at? they would have they would have shit on me then but my point is i love the fact that i am ruining my mind reading these books and then people come and tell me I'm not ruining it enough. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, 440 pages published in 1976. Yep. Hey, it's as old as I am. So, yeah. you know, science doesn't move and change at all. Nope. Yep. 47 years. That book is still completely up to date and completely accurate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, not to be bitter, but I'm bitter. Let's move on, shall we? And I'm bitter. You do. Uh, I'm bitter. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I well, just, hold, on, hold on. I want to say my rebuttal. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, oh. by all means, Mike. Get fucked, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I am going to see if I can um, get a copy of that book because I want to do an entire episode about that fucking book. You know, Mike, thank you for being the one to say it. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't me. I just, you know... I'm just going to say, Rico Valentine 13, thank you for your opinion. And I'm sorry you think black people couldn't do something. Fuck. You know, if they want to listen to researched episodes, do my fucking three-parter on... Um, the Falk Monster? Falk Monster, or do my two-parter on fucking Nostradamus. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Research to the minutia. Yes. Oh, God. All yeah. right. So anyway, that's that. That's out of the way. 
we had to we had to discuss that because I think we all kind of got a little bit of a mad on from that. Mm-hmm. So, th- honestly, though, thank you. That was some good discussion. Uh, so again, it's the weekend weird, and mm-hmm. uh, David, we're gonna let you start it off. What have you got okay. for us this week? Well, I've got a story for you, gentlemen, and this is kind of a. I, I'm kind of fearing for you guys now. I'm a little worried about you because you're Are both you? in a certain subgroup here. Um, and this is some startling developments. Chubby um, white guys? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose chubby white guys would have a big cross-section. Like, the, the, the overlap is we do. Um, <laughs> like, much like their shape. <laughs> so, th- this is an article from Futurism.com, uh, okay. published by Frank Landymore, and the title is... 3D printers go rogue, start printing while owners are asleep. Hell yeah. Cloud-based so printing may not be a great idea, it seems. So yeah, I, I'm familiar with this story, but go ahead. I'll, I've got some right. personal ties later. So okay. I, I know that this is a joke, and I don't understand the joke because I don't have a 3D printer, so Mike, you're going to have to explain it to me. Yeah. Um, the, the subheader under here is Ghost in the CNC. Uh, so that's... So CN, well, I mean, I, technically, yes, a 3D printer is a CNC. CNC just stands for, uh, oh, what is it? Is it like computer numerically controlled? But it's basically any, like, uh, CNC milling machines. You so know, it's Ghost like, in the Machine, then? Yeah, it's, it's a Ghost in the Machine or Ghost in the Shell reference. Okay, well, I was going right. to say I love their music factory. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so what happens when a 3D printer goes rogue? Just ask the owners of Bamboo's product line, which overnight went from playing the docile machine to acting with all the impulse control of a toddler, left alone with crayons and a blank wall. You know, that's that's a lot for a 3D printer. <laughs> um, as The Verge reports, many owners of either Bamboo's X1C or P1P models woke up on Tuesday to find that their beloved printers had mysteriously started printing on their own. The results, to say the least, were chaotic and baffled uh, reports on the aftermath soon trickled into the Bamboo Labs subreddit. Um, aside from churning out botched jobs, many of these printers started printing a second copy on top of an already completed print, utter, utterly mangling their creations. Yeah, um, so so mm-hmm. just of some context here, CNC, not CNC, 3D printers are, even the Bamboo Labs, which has you know, some uh, sensors, but in in general, 3D printers are uh, deaf, dumb, and blind. They don't know what, they don't have awareness of their, like... What's on the what's bed. On, yeah, so if you have something on the bed or your hand's in the way, I mean, they're not very powerful, so they're not going to, like, mangle your hand. Mm-hmm. But if you already had, say... Say in this situation, you had just printed something, you let something print and went to bed and it got done. But then now this second job comes down that wasn't supposed to be there, but your print is still on the bed. Well, if it's still stuck down, it's going to be, you know, the the carriage and stuff is just going to crash into it. Or if it's, you know, loose, but because the, most of these printers are like enclosed, it's going to start batting that thing around like a, you know, cat playing with a mouse. Mm-hmm. So, they, they just so, don't have awareness. Gotcha. Right. So, in some cases, the works got so out of hand that printers started damaging themselves, including expensive parts such as the nozzle and printing surface. Yeah, because they'd be 
jamming right, those parts right. into you know things that it didn't know were there. Like yeah. it, like it knows where like the the build surface is where it's going to start printing because that's kind of defined in its setup. But anything else, it's just going to start running into it. I'm just right. going to say I'm imagining all you know how the little servos make almost musical noises sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm just picturing it playing hurt. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hurt myself today. Usually, when when it's like hits the end of or hits an obstacle that it's just trying to force through, it just sounds like a skipping. It's just like because they're tooth belts right. that it uses. Yep. Just like da 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 da. It's really uh, annoying. No, not annoying. Scary because you're right. like shit. It shouldn't be making that noise. It, it sounds like it's breaking. Yeah. So, Bamboo explained on its official blog that it, quote, experienced an unexpected cloud outage, causing what it's calling job jamming. After its cloud service went down, any jobs sent to Bamboo's printers during this period went unconfirmed, leading to requests being sent repeatedly after the service returned. Quote, Uh. simply explained, the print job sent to the printer before was trapped on the cloud and had a delayed start. Okay, so it's basically it keeps sending it because it doesn't know it's been received. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, okay, and, um, see, yeah. I was just going to say, see, I thought this was going to be like it 3D printed a gun. Yeah. And then it 3D printed a hand well, to hold the gun. So this is kind of a unique, <laughs> uh, yeah, that it 3D printed a monkey to shoot you with the gun. <laughs> or, or like Lower Decks, hot banana, hot banana, hot yeah. banana. <laughs> yes. But this is kind of a unique uh, problem for Bamboo Labs printers because mm-hmm. most of your other printers, I mean, I'm sure there are other like, super corporate printers that do this but my printers while one of them does have a network interface it's all local like i have a raspberry pi hooked up to it and i could use a computer or my phone to like access a web page on the raspberry pi to control it oh octoprint right? yeah octoprint mm-hmm. yeah but what but what bamboo labs is obviously you've heard probably deduce this is they have servers that act as a middleman between your your uh, printer and whatever device you're using it to sit using to right. send jobs to it. So when you send a, a job to the printer, you're not sending it to the directly to the printer, sending it to their, their servers. servers and then it's, you know, sending right. it down. So I mean, that's a little scary for me. I didn't realize yeah. before I see I wanted one of these bamboo labs printers. Um, and I didn't realize that the cloud integration was so tight and right. after this story, I'm going to have to think about it and, like, do some research. Well, like, can you turn that shit off? Yeah. Yeah, actually, you, you, it's good you guys brought that up, because let me, let me read this bit here. Um, yeah. Um, blamelessness may be little consolation to owners. That their sophisticated machines can go completely haywire over a simple outage is outrageous. That the print queues aren't cleared when the cloud service restarts seems inexplicably negligent. Uh, yeah, and yes. three printers are a potential fire hazard, so it's fortunate that no one was hurt or had the property damaged. Yes. Um, moreover, the debacle relitigates fears over the practical shortcomings of cloud-based technology controlling mm-hmm. real-world devices, over-engineered lights, for example, that can't be used when the internet is down. This is exactly right. what you're signing up for when you choose a cloud-based printing service. They are an absolute menace, another user wrote. Um, and then this last line here, we suspect that many bamboo owners, if they haven't already, will now be taking advantage of the optional LAN only mode that doesn't. Uh, okay. Oh, hey, there you go, Mike. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So I was also going to say that we have a friend that has one of these and I haven't talked to him this week. Well, may- I talked to him. 
check that he's okay. He's, and make sure yeah, he's dead. Like 3D print he's dead. Guns. The 3D printer yeah, ate him. I've seen I've seen him post online about other things, so I know he's not dead unless the machine has replaced him. Or oh, we 3D printed <laughs> a new yes. version. Of him. But uh, but you know I haven't talked to him about 3D printers, so I don't know if he's using LAN only mode or if he's using the cloud. I think he I think he mentioned he is using the cloud, but I need to ask mm. him see if he had any issues. As f- and he he prints a lot a lot. So oh yeah, he, his printer probably was already running when this happened. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it was a very narrow window of, you know, if you sent a job during this outage and it just didn't get, like, confirmed. Yeah. So it, it, I, I don't know what the window there is, but it sounds like it couldn't have been more than, like, an hour or two. Yeah, it seems like a very short period of time. But even then, that's still... But yeah, like, but still, it's not huh. great. And, no. and also, the... the and since it has LAN-only mode, so that kind of mitigates one of my fears. But one of my fears about, like you know, these kind of services, is that what happens when they go away or they, you know, stop supporting your model? Or they, they go out of business. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They go yeah. away either by going out of business or, you know, like I said, they, they stop supporting your model. They have, that is now, you know, end of life to them, so they don't, you know, want to yeah do anything with it anymore. Yeah. So can I just... The thing that my mind immediately leaps to, okay, what if we have, like, automated surgery, and it's all cloud-based, and then <laughs> something like this happens during an appendectomy? Well, see, I, yeah. I mean, it I, takes out everything around the appendix. That is funny to think about, but I'd like to think, then again, you know, it could be wrong, but I'd like to think there'd be more safeguards in place for something that crucial. Cause like, oh, we were so, some stupid monkeys. So, we're going to fuck this up. So one thing they did mention in that article was a fire hazard. And yes, 3D printers are definitely a fire hazard mm-hmm. um, because they do get really hot um, and they they have the potential to have a, what they call, a, you know, runaway thermal events, which... I mean, because Jesus, using... Jesus Christ, that does <laughs> sound like a fucking. It sounds like the thing that burns up a planet. Yeah, it, it, it's us, basically using a little heater cartridge that is capable, you know, theoretically of, you know, ignition temperatures, you know, temperatures in you know the hundreds of degrees Celsius. Cause, this I mean, is what happened to Venus, isn't the, it? The hot end already, uh, my, you know, normal printing gets up to like two hundred twenty degrees Celsius, but. You can get even higher for, you know, higher temperature materials. Oh, yeah. So there is that, there is that, always that problem. But most printers have, and I'm sure, assuming this one does, has local safeguards against that to where if there isn't, you know, the feedback loop. Like, so my printers, I know for sure that it, the, the uh, processor is constantly monitoring the, uh, the temperature and if the temperature even hangs, like, so it's not just seeing if it's not going high, but for instance, if it doesn't see the temperature changing in a certain period of time, because the temperature is never going to stay at a perfect temperature. It's not going to stay at like 210 degrees for seconds at a time. It's always fluctuating up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. So if it ever sees that temperature not change at all, it just shuts down because it knows something's wrong. Okay. So... Everyone, I hope you enjoy this new format change <laughs> to both our shows. This is now 3D Printer Chat. You can well, find you us know. on NPR on Thursdays. I'll, I'll uh, say, you know, if you want more 3D Printer Chat, uh, you can hit Distraction Hole because oh, I've yeah. talked about it there and I probably oh, yeah. will again. I, hell, mm-hmm. Mike, you may get your own series on this quote-unquote network. 
<laughs> so we can call it. Hey, Mike, what you printing? Yeah. <laughs> Dragon dildos. Oh, God, no. <laughs> just, just for the fun no, of it. Mike. We've already, they talked about this in the Discord. You never 3D print the dildo. It's rough and painful, and I don't want to know how anyone knows that. But uh, so, thank you for that one, David and Mike. I was going to let you go next, but I kind of want to keep the uh, the Luddite talk going because I've got one about uh, home appliances as well. Okay, go go on. All right. So first off, I found a great news source that looks woo woo as fuck. Yeah. It's called HiggyPop.com. Higgy <laughs> not Pop. Ig- not Iggy Pop. No, with an H. Higgy Pop. Paranormal news, ghost hunting, and eerie entertainment. Mm-hmm. This one <laughs> is from August 13th, 2013. Posted at 1 a.m. to give you some idea of uh, the lives these people lead. Oh, it's Witching freaking hours. hours. Got it. Yep. Can ghosts speak through Alexa? Yes, next topic. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, fuck well, me. Well, right. Mike's a believer. All right. Well, it's <laughs> a one thing to Amazon believes. to get him to believe. Yep, of course. So, <laughs> in the era of smart devices and intelligent technology, our lives have become intertwined with digital companions such as Amazon's Alexa, Google's Assistant, and Apple's Siri. These services are no longer confined to gadgets that are turned off when not in use. They have pride of place in our homes, forever on standby and waiting to serve. But could they serve as conduits for something more mysterious? Could a voice from beyond the grave be making requests of your virtual assistant? You know, we're like we're we're like two uh, we're like two years away from some fucking studio doing a, a haunted Alexa movie. You just know it. Yeah, no, and it's gonna suck. It really is. The idea of ghosts communicating through technology is nothing new. Spiritualists of the 19th century believed in channeling spirits through seances, so it was a natural step to move spirit communication onto electronic devices as technology advanced. Don't forget Freaky Links. Yep, both of those things, EVP and Freaky Links. (laughs) In recent years, ghost hunters have employed electromagnetic field EMF meters infrared cameras, and audio recording devices to capture what they believe to be evidence of the supernatural. But what about our smart devices? Could ghosts speak through Alexa? From paranormal pages on Facebook to Reddit discussions, there are plenty of accounts of strange occurrences involving smart devices, from sudden, unexpected activations to devices responding with eerie and unrelated answers. Some believe this to be proof of a supernatural link to smart tech. You you, you enter your apartment, and your Alexa goes, get out. <laughs> you know, actually, I kind of want to program the Google Assistant to do that. And I'm watching that thing like a hawk to not do it. Hey, smart device, say woo. Perhaps the most famous of these stories occurred in 2018 when Amazon Echo users around the world reported that their devices spontaneously emitted an unsettling laugh, prompting ghostly explanations or proof of a malicious presence. Wasn't that just shown to be like a glitch? You gotta give me a second, Mike. Okay. There's more to that paragraph. But yes. (laughs) Amazon later explained that this unsettling cackle was due to a misinterpretation of a command, specifically hearing Alexa laugh. They subsequently updated the device to respond only to, Alexa, can you laugh? 
and provided a more detailed response to avoid confusion. Others have taken to social media to report unusual responses from smart devices like Google Assistant. Some users have reported their device responding to a question with an unrelated, often eerie statement. While these incidents have led to speculation about supernatural interference, they're usually attributed, attributed to algorithmic errors or misinterpretations of the user's query. Hmm. And it goes on for like four more paragraphs telling you the exact same thing that I just said, and they have no answer. Okay, hey, smart so clearly they're padding the article for SEO. Yes. But Mike, you were saying something? Hey, sparks, hey smart speaker. Give me a non sequitur. <laughs> now, see, it's it's funny. As I was reading this and was sitting here by myself in the house completely alone, the friggin' Google thing over here just goes, okay. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you shut the fuck up right now, man. <laughs> that is eerie as hell. I'm reading about this and you did it, you piece of shit. I've, I've never had it do that unless I was saying something out loud. Oh, it does shit like this to me all the time. I was sitting here by myself one day last week, Mike, and it gave me a recipe for pasta. I think you're just talking to yourself and you don't know. I'm it. seriously not, dude. Were, were you speaking Italian at the time? I, Manicotti. No, I was not. I yeah, was I, not watching the Super Mario Brothers movie either. Seriously, I've never had that happen. Like, it happens I, to me do, semi Do you call anyone Paisan? That might explain it. I did not. Okay. Now, I, now I, have it, I have it when I'm saying something out loud. It thinks I'm saying I'm addressing it, even if right. I haven't said the anything really similar to the activation words. Sure. Yeah, no. It'll it'll mishear stuff that it thinks is the Google activation words or it'll be during that period where it turns on to listen to see if any shit's going on and send it to the NSA. So, <laughs> it'll respond during that. But uh Now now did you guys hear about the uh Arrakis version of the uh Alexa? Wait, do fucking what now? Yeah, so apparently if you say Muad'Dib, uh, it activates the killing word, so. Well, my name is Killing Word. I'm glad we only have, you know, alphabet products and not yeah. Yeah. Amazon products. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't it know was a, what it... It was a long way to go for a stupid joke, it, I'm sorry. It was a very long way to go, but I applaud you for the effort. I had to take a uh, space freighter to get there. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did they had to fold space, freaking guild navigators. You have to take the spice melange to, you know, fold the space. Yes, he did. Spice melange, isn't that one of uh, Beyonce's siblings? You know, they just honestly take that stuff and turn it into fireball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it is. That's all it is, is spice melange suspended in alcohol. So, so you're telling me fireball is Fremen punch? It is. It is, <laughs> it is Fremen whoop juice. It'll turn your eyes blue. <laughs> turn your I'm eyes kinda, blue and your piss glittery. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of in love with this idea for some reason. <laughs> the idea of Fremen whoop juice is just, that's out there in the world now. Y'all do something with it. It's, it's recycled pee and spice melange. Yep, yep. Oh, God. I will, <laughs> I will run this fireball through my still suit. Oh, Christ. <laughs> the world's most insane Fremen. He's <laughs> just fucking just high off his balls on spice and urine. Motherfucker lives in Rankin Filter doesn't County. even work. 
smell coming from a mile away. Especially the feces that are not processed in the thigh pads. Yes. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. It just turns into squishy poop. His thighs are like really swollen. <laughs> he's like, he's like the shit demon from Dogma. <laughs> oh my God. And all this because of Alexa being haunted. Uh, Thanks, Alexa. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I... Like I said, I've had some weird stuff by him more than willing to admit is probably some fucked up algorithmic shit. Like, I'm also willing to believe, like, Dusty looked up something since she's hooked up to the same house as us. And it, like, went to the wrong speaker instead of her phone. Because that's happened. I will say something to the thing in the kitchen and my bedroom will answer. Yeah, it's all weird. Like, It's all dumb. Like, when I I wake up, I like to... uh, have my speaker play the news while I'm getting dressed and stuff. And the last for this, I'd say ever since Tuesday of this week, um, it would like the nor the, the voice would be normal, but when it started playing the news, it was like really slow. Like they were drunk or Canadian. It's not a cookie, but it, so have you ever ridden a bicycle? Sorry, it just makes me yeah. think of Jonathan Frakes. So, so I was like, yeah, it, it basically sounded like that. It's like if you ever, you know, did anything or watched anything where they slowed it down but still kept the pitch the same. That's what it sounded mm-hmm. like. So, I like restarted my device. You know, all this other stuff, technical things. Thinking, what I even submitted a bug report because this was so weird. And then after I submitted the bug report, because I had to type it, type it out and think about it, I sat there and went, wait a minute. And I went to the options of the the news reader thing when it actually uh-huh. had, because that's what I did to, to submit the bug report. I right. hit the little three dot menu and it had send feedback. Yeah. But I did it again and under there was settings and I hit settings and then there was playback speed and somehow playback speed was at 0.25%. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I was going to ask if maybe it wasn't the speaker and it's just NPR. They're maybe. just like that. But yeah, that's why I thought at first too. But then I hit this skip to the next all things considered. Yeah, it was just, uh, uh, I can't think of anybody on there now. But no, I hit skip and it went to ABC News and it did the same thing because I thought, well, my first thought when it first, very first happened was, well, maybe they had a bad upload because, yeah, I mean, it probably happens. No, it happens. But yeah, turns out apparently at some point in my like half asleep state when dismissing my alarm or something, or maybe just Google did some weird setting thing. And because that happens a lot, I noticed, you know, a setting will get flipped somehow, you know. Don't know how. Right. It just... No, it happens, man. So... I mean, you know me. I am Kevin of the Apocalypse, and that kind of stuff just, like, changes on me. So, you know, I I, I had a... I thought I had a possessed smart speaker for about yeah. three days. Yep. Yeah, nope. You just you just had NPR at normal speed. <laughs> but I, I put it to normal speed. All yep. is well in the world. Until, oh, good. Until, you know, maybe next week it'll start sounding like a chipmunk on speed. <laughs> News is over. <laughs> David, are you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I'm just, all right. I, after, after, okay, after like all the technical issues, yeah. I got real worried there for a second that like you I, dropped. I kind of got zoned out looking at my Gundam model so far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's staying in. All right, that's fantastic. So, Mike, what have you got for your first story? So, I was looking through my backlog of news stories at things that I haven't gotten to. Here's one that aged like fine urine. Oh, God. <laughs> Again f- with a friend. The first room temperature ambient pressure superconductor. Oh, God damn it. We talked uh, about that a I couple know. weeks ago. So, But it was just seeing that was like such a kick in the balls. It's like, I oh, wanted yeah. that to be real. I mean, Same I knew it here. wasn't going to be, but I wanted We had some real. hope. Yes. Yeah. Just because I want hope. something really cool to happen yeah. like that. Oh, nothing cool ever happens. So now we'll go to this next, my newest story, which is from Vice, quote, flying aliens harassing village in Peru are actually, no shit, or at least this is what they say, illegal miners with jetpacks. All right. All right. I really got to say, this is one of those cases where the explanation is dumber than aliens. Yeah, I know. I was, I'm willing to more believe the aliens than illegal miners well, with jetpacks. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, if I'm, if I'm expecting jetpacks anywhere, I kind of expect Peru because it's so mountainous. What? It just really? Seems like it, it seems I like mean, it'd be easier to get around. I don't know, man. I don't really think of, like, highfalutin jetpacks in South America for some reason. Well, so it depends on if there it's a jetpack or if it's a couple firecrackers attached to a jamsport. Oh so, god, that's the thing. I've not, I haven't seen an explanation of what these quote jetpacks are. Yeah, because I mean, the only ones I know of are super niche, super expensive, and still do not have great range and you know, yeah, fly time. Now, so. what what if it's one of those drones that looks like a dude? That would be more plausible. Wow, I came up with that. Yeah. Wow. No, no, I, no. It's got to be sky miners. <laughs> sky <laughs> miners. They're mining the hey, sky. That really sounds like a failed toy line from 1988. It is, yes. Yeah. Sky <laughs> miners. Wasn't, wasn't that the guys that, like, they had the, like, string you would string up across the thing and their backpacks oh, would, like, man. zoom hang them on, across? Hang on. That was Sky Raiders. Sky Raiders. I'm about yeah. to look that up. <laughs> but anyway, so let me start this story. We're just, wait, or just want to leave yep. it the headline. Nope, Is the headline good enough? That's Sky Raiders, Mike. I, th- I thought I'd do, because I had one. All right, so the mysterious attacks, they didn't say anything about attacks, but here it is. The mysterious attacks began on July 11th. Quote, strange beings, locals said, visiting an isolated indigenous community in rural Peru at night, harassing its inhabitants and attempting to kidnap a 15-year-old girl. What the hell? What's that have to do with mining? This is aliens. Oh, they're miners. Well, they're... Oh, not... Minor... Minors. No, well, the headline says miners, not oars. I'm I'm just picturing, like, an old-timey prospector with a (laughs) jetpack, and it's delightful. It's it's a rocketeer jetpack, you know, with the... Well, I tell you what, you better give me all your gold there. (laughs) He's got uranium fever, too. (laughs) <laughs> Mike, I hate to interrupt it with Sky Commanders. Sky Commanders. Sky Raiders was a 90s thing with like oh. a, the zip line thing and the, the helicopter would shoot up. Well, that's what I'm talking about, zip line thing. No, no, no. It was like a little ripcord thing. Oh. You know, they were sitting on a, like a, a handle and they would shoot up. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they were like a eye hazard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Let's get back to this. 
these I was right, it had sky, sky miners. in it. All right, so, quote, these gentlemen are aliens. They seem armored like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. <laughs> I have one shot. I have shot one twice, and it didn't fall. Instead, it's just it like ele- Willem Dafoe out there, <laughs> like, method acting. <laughs> I have shot one twice and it didn't fall. Instead, it elevated and disappeared. Uh, Hario Retagui Avila, a local leader of the indigenous Ikitu group living in northwestern Mayanas province, told Peruvian radio station RPP Norticas on August 1st. Man, as much as I love hearing stuff from South America, because it's always fun, I, I. God, we just sound so awful trying yeah. to say these names. I know. I mean, we're, we're white. We can't help it. Yeah. Quote, we're frightened by what is happening in the community. Quote, their color is silver. Their shoes are round and in shape with those they... Their shoes are round in shape. Okay, sorry. I put the <laughs> emphasis on the wrong word. Okay. okay, no, that happens. I do that all the time. Their color is silver. Their shoes are round in shape. And with those, they rise up. They float one meter high and have a red light on their heel. Said, okay, that's not a jet pack. That's jet boots. Dude, dude, David. Mm-hmm. It's Spock. It's jet horse. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was thinking it was Spock. Jet horse is back. <laughs> well, it, he- it's it's, it's uh, unfinished jet horse costume, probably, because you've okay. got to have two people to make the costume. I do agree with Mike. It does sound like Spock's jet boots it from uh, Star Trek V. Their heads are long, their mask is long, and their eyes are sort of yellowish. Yep, jet horse. News of the alleged extraterrestrial attackers quickly spread online as believer skeptics and internet sleuths around the world analyzed grainy videos posted by the members of the Ikitu community. The reported sightings came on the heels of U.S. congressional hearings about unidentified aerial phenomenon that ignited a global conversation about the possibility of extraterrestrial life visiting Earth. I'm just picturing some poor bastard going, Don't day the fuck! <laughs> yes, that, that <laughs> seriously was Don't day the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the Peruvian Navy and police have traveled to the isolated community, which is located 10 hours by boat. Holy fuck! From the Minas provincial capital of Iquitos to investigate the strange disturbances in early August. Man, there's just some dudes on a boat going, this better be fucking aliens yeah. after last, 10 hours. Yeah, last week, authorities announced that they believe the per- perpetrators were members of illegal gold mining gangs from Colombia uh, and Brazil uh, using advanced flying technology to terrorize the community. The military doesn't have that technology. How the hell did a bunch of miners get it? According to RPP... With all that gold. No, Ooh, Carlos Castro Quintanilla, the lead investigator in the case, said that 80% of illegal gold dredging in the region is located in the Nane River Basin, where the Ikitu community <laughs> is isolated. You fucking weep. You almost said Nani. Nani? Yamaro. Nane. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, I'm a- <laughs> yeah, I did almost say, but I was almost said it like uh, nanny, nanny from <laughs> yeah. from Muppet Babies. I was thinking more of the nanny, but yeah. oh, okay, that's fair. Ryan Drescher for the win. One of the key pieces to the investigation was related to the attempted kidnapping of a 15 year old girl on July 29th. That's fucking aliens. 
Christian Caleb Pikaya, a local teacher who witnessed the attack, said that they, quote, were using state-of-the-art technology like thrusters that allow people to fly. What he, he said that after looking at the devices up on Google, he believed that they were, quote, jetpacks. <clears throat> Authorities have not made any arrests related to the attacks, nor named the alleged assailants or the organization directly. However, the prosecutor's office claimed that they have destroyed 110 dredging operations and 10 illegal mining camps in the area already this year. What the fuck, man? That's I would have accepted swamp gas over like flying miners. Yeah, the flying miners thing seems really weird. Colombian I mean, pirate miners with jet boots. I mean, maybe it's. I mean, like like I said before, it's in with things in the air. If it, you don't have a frame of reference or you know, yeah, know exactly what oh. you're looking at, maybe it's just Wait. like drones, dude, dude, elongated head. Yeah, it's Jet Jaguar. Oh yeah, it is. Oh shit. It's Jet Jaguar. It's an army of Jet Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, South They're coming for the gold. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm excited Except now. Except him trying to kidnap 15-year-old woman. He was trying girls. to protect her. Yeah, okay, maybe. yeah. It's Jet Jaguar. He's trying to protect children. Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. His mother never really loved him. So yeah, so uh, that's fucked, dude. That is I mean, weird. like that's a really interesting story, and um, I feel like maybe don't attribute flying miners to this yet. Do, do we have like any like concept oh. art of what these things look like? Because I kind of oh, want to no. know. Please, no, I had they're like even all the like so the f- three photos I see are the version one photo that's like three. I mean, it's it's a green smear that could be like a frog. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can kind of see Enrique. No, like, I mean, it, it, if if that's a man, if one of them, you, you see what could be like a man's head and arm, but it looks like he has like grasshopper legs. Okay, it's really weird. And that, okay. that's just I'm, I'm going to the article. I want to see this. That's just a green cotton ball. That is uh, certainly not a human. Yeah. Th- well. Yeah, the first thing the the Twitter or X Xer yeah, picture Twitter. God damn it! I know. I I agree. But, fuck them. But yeah, those pictures fuck that, are fuck that stupid man, baby. Like, like the first one is like is like a frog or a praying mantis. The second one is like I don't know a frog's butt. It does look like a it's Zorak. Oh yes, it's Zorak. Oh shit. Dude, it is Zorak going, yeah, bring me that gold. And it's Zorak with moon shoes. Yes. This is just an episode of the Brack Show. This is wonderful. I've never I felt so, so free. <laughs> oh, fuck. Give me that gold. All that gold. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we solved it. It's, it's, just, Zor- it's just Zorak. I, I think that's more believable than miners with jetpacks. Yeah, fuck it. That's that's my explanation now is it's just Zorak being Zorak. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you. I'm seriously, Mike, thank you for that one. That was fucking great. That That is my favorite story we've covered in weeks. So uh, that being said, we're going to take a quick break for some uh, sponsor stuff, and we will be right back after that.
Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. Welcome back to Supernatural Selection. We hope you enjoyed those ads or whatever it was. It could have been Mike farting in a flute for all I know. I ain't farting in no flute, man. (laughs) That's fair. All right. So, David, what you got up next for us? Well, we seem to have a tendency to always have like an animal story. Oh, no. Okay. I I haven't detected any signs of death in this one, so I think we're okay. Yeah, um, that's a, that's my animal stories. Apparently, yeah. yes, Mike finds a dead animal stories. This just seems like something out of The Simpsons. Okay, Does it? okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, again, this is from Futurism. It's like my go-to site for weird news. Um, <clears throat> this is from Sharon Aldarlo. Um, new gene therapy dramatically reduces booze consumption in alcoholic monkeys. Uh, okay. First off. You had to make the monkeys alcoholic. (laughs) So I've got some questions about the morality of this. I'm sure you don't have to make the monkeys alcoholic. Well, to test if you can make them not alcoholic, you have to make them alcoholic. So so here's the thing. Here's the very first sentence of the article. A team of scientists took a bunch of macaque monkeys and made them into alcoholics. God (laughs) damn it, Mike, I told you. Weaned them off the sauce after injecting their brains with a special gene. Okay, everything about this is wrong. So, so, <laughs> um, so. fuck. <laughs> oh man! Damn it, David. Yeah, I, I, I expected I, better of you. I think, I think, I think needles to the brain might be a hard sell for alcoholics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I could. Mm-hmm. Well, the article says an experiment detailed in a new paper published by Nature Medicine that could potentially provide a compelling new treatment for addiction. You know. Alcoholics Anonymous has always said there's no cure yet. Yeah. Look, well, you touch another beer, I'm going to jab a needle in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'll do it. Yep, yep, that, <laughs> that would do it for me. So here we go. Uh, quote, drinking went down to almost zero, Oregon Health and Science University professor and co-author Kathleen Grant told The Guardian. Quote, for months on end, these animals would choose to drink water and just avoid drinking alcohol altogether. Then you put a cold Schlitz beer in front of them. (laughs) Um, The researchers set out with a premise that continued alcohol use causes uh, changes to neurons and hampers the dopamine reward circuitry in the brain. Yeah, no shit. Right. They took a gene known uh, for a protein known as a glial-derived neurotrophic factor, what they termed a, quote, growth factor that enhances dopaminogenic... dopaminergic, okay, there we go, dopaminergic neuron function, and inserted it into a harmless virus to act as a Trojan horse. They then plugged this gene into part of the brain associated with rewards. 
with a uh, needle. Ah, uh, this the sentence is wild here. The experiment okay. involved four hard-drinking macaque monkeys, which, like some humans, are predisposed to alcoholism and track their consumption. Just hard-drinking oh macaque monkeys. God, what were they giving them? Like Glenn Levitt or just Jack Daniels? Or <laughs> um, oh my god, I want to know what the monkeys' drink so, of choice is. That's so the thing. if they're if they're is it mixers, Kevin, you should know that. With hard drinking anything's, it, it always devolves to the cheapest out vodka. Oh, they're drink. Okay, okay. So Burnett's, they're drinking yeah. Burnett's, pretty much. Jesus, the, <laughs> the results were astounding. Mm. The monkeys were producing an abundance of dopamine and cut their drinking by ninety percent. Basically, Grant told the Guardian, they went down to a reasonable one or two drinks a day from the hard living high of eight to ten drinks. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Hopefully, these Christ. are like little macaque sized drinks and not uh, like tumblers. Oh, man. <laughs> it comes in pints? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. What if it was the Hobbits? I just picture <laughs> Pippin getting a needle to the brain now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Billy Boyd, no. <laughs> This treatment is particularly intriguing because it is already being tested on humans, on adults with Parkinson's disease, and children with aromatic L-amino acid decarboxase deficiency. The Guardian reports, uh, meaning the road to clinical trials to treat alcoholism in human patients could be smooth. Quote, we are entering an era of gene therapy for neurological disorders and perhaps psychiatric disorders, and I think this study is very promising in that direction, Grant told The Guardian. Um, that's that's great. Next, we're going to just cover a hunting knife with it and stab it right into your skull. Yeah, and, and they talk about, like, binge drinking and then, like, that drinking happened more during the COVID pandemic and everything like that. Nothing about yeah. what the monkeys were actually drinking, though, which I'm, Damn I'm really curious to know. What were they Like, I don't know. I keep coming back to, like, whiskey and bourbon because I just picture, like, a monkey with a cigarette and a tumbler full of, like, scotch or something just going, oh, God, the day I've had. Like, trying to teach, like, teaching a monkey to drink, that's like uh, that's like a Homer Simpson B-plot, you know what I mean? It really is. <laughs> oh, God. And I found a ad for a drinking monkey. And, like, it's a fake ad, but, like, this is the first thing I thought of. Yeah, it's like, you know, specify smoking or non. <laughs> well, you know, and I know that, like, animals will get drunk in the wild. Like, they'll find fermented yeah, fruit and everything like that. And I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if monkeys near civic centers uh, or, you know, monkeys near, like, population centers will, like, you know, yeah. dash into a bar and, like, grab something. Like, sure. Because we've seen them go into, like, convenience stores and shit. Um, sure. But, but just, at what point did this go from science to enabling? Yeah, and then like, does the science well, sit? Does the scientist sit there and like drink so, with the monkey? So <laughs> that's the question. So they build like a bar. <laughs> Is there a monkey norm? Mike, Mike, you were saying something. So I love so monkey you, norm though. You do you do know how they they uh, test cancer cures on animals? I, right? We're not. I know, and I don't want to think about it. I mean, we, we kind of have to give the animals the problem yeah. to be able to cure I, it. I know, Look, I but... just want to pretend this is monkey cheers, okay? Okay. Where everybody ooks your name. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's just pretend it's monkey cheers and there's like a yeah. monkey like Diane and everything's wonderful. <laughs> monkey Diane. And yet it's still just Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> just Woody Harrelson and a bunch of monkeys. 
Oh, man. I don't know, Mr. Peterson. I think you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to draw like a chimpanzee dressed as well. <laughs> you know, uh, I, we, 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 I, I'm, none of us made the macaque joke. It, 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 because it's getting sauced. I know, but macaque is covered in soft downy fur. Is it, is that, Would you like to pet macaque? Nobody ever talks about whiskey macaque. No, they don't. But, uh, yeah, no, we had a friend worked at the zoo, and uh, he kept going around going, macaque is covered in soft downy fur. And we're like, quit it. God damn it. Yeah. So, yeah, drunk He monkeys. might be there listening right now, by the way, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, drunk uh, monkeys. Well, you know, at least at least they cut down on their consumption, so that that's well, good. It, They're just look, socially it, drinking now. Yeah, <laughs> just got cut those monkeys back down to social drinkers. Look, I'm it, just it's like happy. a Japanese office every day after work. They get together. <laughs> you know, I just I'm glad, even though they gave them the problem, at least they fixed the problem they gave them. They didn't yeah. even really fix it. It was like ninety percent. They lowered it. <laughs> like those 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 monkeys weren't drinking originally. Now they, yeah, they, they, now they're drinking a couple times a week. God, this is horrible. <laughs> this is so, actually pretty bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you and your no, I think it's okay. No, it's not. If it's an animal on this show, it is fucking doomed. <laughs> All right, that's that's going forward. Oh All animals mentioned on this show are fucking doomed. I. I'm going to take a sip of my rum now and not feel judged. Hey, drink, you're not monkey, a monkey. Drink. It's okay. You're doing it by choice. The fuck? I'm not a monkey. Okay. That's... I'm, a, I'm a primate, goddammit. Okay, but you're an ape. Yeah, well, still. Yeah. I'm just a monkey without a tail. Mm, that's fair, I guess. But no, it, so it reminds me, I saw a thing, uh, some social media slap fight of one of these like mega church oh, guys. Oh, no who was like rallying against alcohol saying God doesn't want you to drink because no animal in God's kingdom other than man gets drunk. That's bullshit. And right yeah. There. And no, everybody was throwing like all this, you know, cause animals will eat the ever living fuck out of some fermented fruit. And we oh, yeah, know, you know what he said? He didn't say that. What he said was alcohol. It didn't exist until man created. That is it. fucking bullshit. Like, cause no. we found it by accident and all oh, what we did is perfect. It. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, animals have been getting fucked up and tore up on fermented fruit forever. And in fact, right. oh, also, of course, the first thing people try, tried to point out was, you know, well, what about the wine mentioned in the Bible? And of course, he had, he was like, there's well, grape juice. Yes. But that's, that's the excuse every Christian I've but, ever argued about that with is, is grape juice. Someone pointed out something, and I, I didn't even know this, is that, do you know that fruit juices were would naturally in the past fruit juices naturally fermented until welches created the process to stop that from happening holy shit yeah so fruit juices didn't all, exist yeah no they didn't and our, with the way we understand fruit juices they didn't fucking exist until modern technology god damn so you know pasteurization, for I bet. yeah because you think about it fruit juices have like all that you know yeast and shit already because they've been exposed to the air so yeah. if you, they sit around, if you don't drink a fruit juice right away, you keep it for a couple of days, it's starting to create alcohol. Yeah, that's true. 
I knew plenty of people that tried when we were like teenagers. We were all poor and stupid, and they tried to turn great uh, Welch's grape juice into wine. I'm like, you are dumb. <laughs> just you are make, fucking make some dumb. Toilet hooch. Oh God, no, no, no! It was worse than that. It was or prison hooch. bottle in a bedroom hooch sitting in the window. <laughs> At least it wasn't Jankum. Uh, what? Jankum. What is Jankum? Don't Google it. I'm not gonna. I kind of want to Google it after it the now. show. You, you do that, Mike. So, David, mm-hmm. I've got the next article, and I'm gonna. I'm going to give you Sophie's choice. You can have okay. one of these two sources. Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't look that up. Okay. I, I, I looked in the Google Ray. <laughs> God damn it. So, David, you've got two choices here. Why me? Because. You'll see why. Okay. The first source you can choose is an article from Anomalalien. <sighs> the other is from phantomsandmonsters.com. Uh, um, and, and we've we've had both of these on the show before. Right? I maybe we've had Anom. It's Anomalalien. My bad, but. Maybe we've had an I'm Alien, but we've definitely had Phantoms and Monsters, and I have not vetted this one at all. Oh, boy. Um, you know, for maximum impact, let's go and do an I'm Alien. Okay. All right. Anomalien.com. Anom-nom-nom-alien. This article. SETI senior astronomer doesn't trust UFO whistleblower David Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Dissension in the ranks. Man, motherfucker, there's nobody trusts David Grouch except for people that trust him, and I don't trust those people. <laughs> so, this is by Jake Carter. Came out on a, uh, I keep trying to say April, August 7th, 2023. And uh, not everyone has been convinced by the claims made by David Grouch regarding recovered UFOs and non-human biologics. Which I still am standing by. It may be fish or Vienna sausages. In a recent article for MSNBC, Seth Shostak, a senior astronomer at the SETI Institute for over 20 years, expressed his criticism of Grush's claim, citing a lack of corroborating evidence, which I believe we were saying that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Grush had asserted that he had interviewed numerous witnesses who had encountered UFOs and even claimed to have been injured by them. He also claimed knowledge of a long-standing government effort to retrieve these objects for the purpose of reverse engineering. Shostak, however, questioned the absence of compelling evidence. He remarked, where is the evidence? It's MIA. Neither in my Bruce, ass? In <laughs> my... MIA? Uh, no, it's monkey in alcohol. Oh, yes, yeah. we tover- covered mm-hmm. that already. Yep, yep, it's callback. So... Neither Grush nor anyone else with alleged knowledge of secret government UAP programs has publicly presented convincing photographs of alien technology strewn across the landscape, end quote. According to Shostak, if such evidence existed, scientists would be eager to study and analyze it, and the authorities would likely make it available for scientific exploration. He questioned the purpose of concealing extraterrestrial technology in a hangar in Nevada and why the scientific community would be excluded from studying it. 
He concluded by highlighting the... I'm sorry, let me start that over because I put the emphasis wrong. He concluded by highlighting the vast potential benefits, including information, technological advancement, and significant financial incentives that would arise from openly sharing any evidence of extraterrestrial technology. Quote, what would the goal at this point of shut... Okay, yep, can't read now. Quote, what would be the goal at this point of shutting out the scientific community? The information, technology, and importantly, wealth incentives here seem overwhelming. End quote. Mm. Unlock exclusive content from Manam Alien Plus. Get access to premium articles, special features, and ad-free experience. Learn more. The spirit of capitalism took you over. Yep, pretty much. I was possessed by the spirit of the the banks. (laughs) So, they bring up a very good point about, like, if, if we did have this technology, we'd already be leveraging it sheerly from, like, a financial incentive. Oh, yeah, no, capitalism would have been all over that, I'm sure. And not even that, just from a, you know, even that, just a military. So, here's the thing. So I can understand, like, say, theoretically, there was a crashed spaceship. All and, right. You know, you think about it, it's something so far advanced, like, at first, we don't understand everything that's going on. So we mm-hmm. reverse engineer the easier things. It's going to be a progression, you know, the easiest things to figure out first. And as you go, as time goes on, you'll get into the more and more, you know, complex things. And as you decipher the easy things, you'll have, you know, a leg up on figuring out the next you know, hardest thing to figure out. Well, if, if, if we had a crash UFO for, you know, 50 years, I'd imagine by this point we would have reverse engineered, you know, most of the stuff in there. Probably, I guess. I mean, unless it's like dependent on an element we don't have, like, you know, like Bob Lazar talks about, it runs on that friggin' element that he has like a dust speck of. Here's the thing, though, is that we can make those elements. They're hard to make, but they're not impossible to make. All you need is an arc reactor, right? Like an Iron Man 2? No, you just need a uh, breeder reactor. Okay. That sounds dirty. Yes. But but, the other thing, the other problem is that is those supposedly more exotic things, they they have half-lives measured in minutes or seconds. And there's... Nothing you can do to keep that from happening. Well, I mean, okay, there may be some theoretical thing you can do to keep those particles from decaying, but it would probably cost more energy than you could ever hope to recover from if that if that particle was a way to harvest energy. So it doesn't help that, you know, whatever Bob Lazar, the Bob Lazar element, Lazarnium... <laughs> I don't yeah, know let's just go with that. I don't um, remember. But I'm, I'm sure, real hammered in that. I'm one. sure it's so far up the periodic table that it is unstable in you know human measured time. So you know the the use of that would be you know non. It, it'd just be something not worth you know. Mm. Not even not worth. It'd be something that's not possible to utilize a element like that even for an advanced civilization because mm-hmm. you can't make it stable i mean hell um 
we have we already have elements today that you know have half-lives in you know the decades that we just don't use because we don't have a use for like or a super radioactive element that only is radioactive for like well not only radioactive but it's only that element for a couple of years mm-hmm. and it just decays into a radioactive element of a it just turns into uranium Okay, you know, just use uranium then. Right. Um, so, so I, I don't buy the you know it needs a some exotic element because we I, now I can I can buy it requires an exotic uh uh what's that called uh molecule or an exotic mm-hmm. uh, metamaterial. So that's something we're ah. finding out a lot now is that not only. Is the does the composition of something matter, but the the kind of building blocks how they're oriented. So think about this: there there are dozens and dozens of metallurgical compositions of for things like steel and aluminum. Right? They're all super different from each other, even though they can contain mostly the same minerals, but in different like ratios. So like you know you add you know, silicon to steel, it becomes hard, more harder wearing. You add uh, nickel and cobalt, you can increase its temperature resistance. Uh-huh. And what if you add butter? If you add butter, you get, you know, a perfect surface for grilling your, you know, fish. Mm. <laughs> but, but, and so those matter. And then also we can make like, you know, structures and and you know advanced is, technology is could this use like that. the memory metal kind of sort thing of that they say they found at roswell where no matter what you did to it it always came back out in its so, original shape and and that's fairly possible because we do have a uh, memory shape alloys now mm-hmm. um and usually you need some kind of you know obviously you're gonna need okay. an energy input into it too. is it possible that that could have been retro engineered from roswell and it took us that long um just it, it, you know, throw realism out the window for a second, Mike. Is that possible? I, I, I think we probably had that before Roswell. 47? Yeah, because these are not like... So basically what it is... Aluminum foil that just kind of, when you let so it go, it comes back out. We, we, have, we have certain steel wire, certain steel elements that when made into a wire, you ter- form it into a shape, and then you set that shape with heat. You can bend that wire any way you want and then heat it back up and it'll go back into its original shape. But we've had that for, I'm pretty sure, several decades. Okay, but just, you know, room temperature in your hand. Well, in your hand, that's not room temperature. Your hand's pretty warm. It can, you know, could you be using the warmth of your hand to return to that shape? Okay. So, you know, that's not... The human body, you have to remember, the human body's like, you know, 90-something degrees. 98.8 degrees on average. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible, but, you know, I just have to question the use of that in a spaceship. Yeah, I don't really know what that did in a, a faster-than-light ship, other than being like a cod piece. So, uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> I was talking about 
I'm sorry. I, I get I get wrapped up in my uh, explanations. Well, we were that talking I about the. Uh, we were trying to talk about like the reasons you wouldn't keep that kind oh, of stuff yeah, a secret. That that that's that's the thread I was looking for. Okay, so well, there you go. You know, so um, yeah, I, I I found the road, but I can't find the cars. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm walking. Yeah, but yeah, so. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's highly it's, likely that we have not recovered these things because we have not exploited them. I don't see, I don't see the uh, advanced leap in technology that would have come from advanced unknown technologies. Right. Cause, and that's one thing I do agree with because like everybody that says, well, what about the leaps forward in technology? And I'm like, yeah, there is a clear traceable path. Yeah. No, for we all that. If, and, and I thank God for James. Bird yeah. Yeah. Kevin because, being a, like, you know, I'm glad Kevin as a young lad, watched James Burke. Like and can you can see the connections. Can, it is all like, we, we, it's, it's never a straight line. Yeah. We, we stand on the shoulder of giants and, any modern super, you know, awesome technology, you can trace its lineage back to pre-World War II, you know, concepts. And, and oh, yeah. And actually, a lot of it, unless unless some aliens crafts, you know, crashed in the middle of World War II. Oh, I, that, we're going to talk it. about that in a couple of weeks. But uh, even then, you know, nothing there was like out of beyond the pale like nobody no neither side in world war ii had like a dramatic advantage mike, from you know mike hmm. do you really want me to start talking about the wunderwaffe now no okay good well we, i mean you're i mean not mike uh we do need to factor in the nazi moon base Oh I mean, yeah, of course we got to talk about think about the Nazi. That, that was a distinct Nazi, advantage. And the subterranean uh Antarctic Nazi UFOs. But but nobody's talking about the Soviet super soldiers. <laughs> Are we talking about the monkeys? I don't know. I'm just Like when they shit. tried to make monkey men and Captain America. Come on. No. <laughs> oh, they, no, see the Russians actually had a plot at one point to make Human chimpanzee hybrids called uh, humanzees. Yeah, that was that that crazy guy that was yes. like trying to like attach monkey arms to people or some shit like that. Yes, he's also the dude that kept a dog head alive, which yeah. is the cruelest goddamn thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, that that guy was fuck fucked that up. guy, fuck that guy and, hard. And look, he in, there's one part of the problem of the Soviet system was it rewarded people that could you know, talk big. Oh yeah. But that, that's, that's beyond another, the scope of yeah. what we're actually talking about. Point is, uh, you don't believe there was a crash flying disc. No, I, it, I'm not willing to say no, but I'm not willing to say that we've, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. You don't want to say no, but you'd also don't, don't want to, I don't want to be on the record saying yes, but I don't want to say no. Yeah, you you are undecided. I'm not undecided. I'm just real cagey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're 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 you know what you're thinking is no, it wasn't a crashed, you know, uh, saucer from another planet. It was a teleportation device from the super spectrum. It may have been future humans, or that. I just, I why think would they you're be playing both sides? You always come out on why, top. Why would they? Why would they need a uh, the, the spaceship then? 
because they had, it's their time travel ship, and they came back, and they're trying to get genetic material because they forgot how to fuck. Why would they need to fly, then? Because it's awesome. Dude, there are so many times people are like, well, why this? I'm like, couldn't it just be because it's fucking cool? But, yeah, would you rather fly into another dimension or drive? Well, here's the thing is that... Yeah, well, if it's Buckaroo Banzai's car... Fair. You don't, I'll fair. Drive. You, don't, you don't need a flying DeLorean for a time machine. You just need a super massive singularity. Yeah, but which is cooler. Yeah, but you can't move that super massive singularity in a flying saucer. Sure you can. Thank you. If you've got a flying saucer and a super massive singularity, you you could you can make it mobile. Yeah, but if you try moving that that big of a uh a gravitational zero point mass in Earth's gravity would probably like fuck the whole planet up. Uh, maybe. I mean, if it <laughs> crashed for sure, but you know. Well, see, if hey. it crashed, therefore it would have like destroyed us. Maybe. Maybe. But we'll argue about this another day because we're <clears> going to <throat> talk about this, like I said, in a few weeks. Thank you. And then, and then didn't they just create a paradox by crashing it? Oh, we're not getting into that shit. I, I hate the timey-wimey shit. Mike, what's your next story? So, after... Oh, hello, Ice. Wow, hello there. Ice was stuck to the cup and it fell. <laughs> after, after quite the hiatus, there's the return of... The Fungus Among Us. Woo! Ooh. We're back to fungi. This is unfortunately from earlier this summer, but because I've uh, skipped it for a while for more, I don't know... Relevant, prescient, topical things. Stuff. Yes. But how about seven now dead from fungal outbreak tied to surgery clinics in Mexico? God fucking damn it. So I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but there's even more cases of people dying from fungal-related infections. I want to point out I have the Cosmic Death Fungus Enthusiast ribbon on my desk right now. Yes, we'll be using those soon, within a couple of weeks. (laughs) But continue, tell us about death. An outbreak of fungal meningitis linked to surgery clinics in Mexico appears to have claimed more lives. This week, the week this happened, which was uh, June 30th, the Centers for Disease and Prevention updated its case tally, reporting seven confirmed or probable deaths linked to the outbreak. Officials are still trying to contact everyone at potential, ri- at potential risk and are urging anyone who recently underwent epidural anesthesia at the clinics to seek immediate medical attention. Fuck Jesus. Well, Jesus Christ. Because of America's, you know, effed up healthcare system, there's quite the uh, Mexican uh, surgery tourism yeah, we know someone. Yeah, I yeah, and it's it's sad, but you know. Yep, there you go. It's, I mean, I'm, I live close enough to where I could head down there and like. Oh, you I, get wow! I bet that happens a trip. lot in your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, no, like, like, um, like San, Di- San Diego and Tijuana are like the same town. Yeah, wow. Jesus. So, so people, you know, in our neck of the woods are willing to fly there. If you're just if you could just drive for like thirty minute, thirty forty five minutes, and you know. Go get the procedure done. Two hours, even. Yeah, even look if if it was a if it was a all most of the day trip, even it'd it'd be worth it. I I can get down to Tijuana right now in under an hour. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, get get you that liposuction. 
I, you, get, me, you, you and need, Mike uh, need to go to Tijuana and party. No, no. See, get here's the thing. Implants. I'm not going there for lipo. I'm going there to get fatter because I'm going to eat the tacos. Oh. oh, yeah. No, see, that's why I want to go. Well, then you, you can get some, like, breast implants, too, right? Well, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Now we're I talking. Look, I, <laughs> I don't want either of you with tits, all right? <laughs> well, Unless you're lizard tits. I was going to say. We already got them. Yeah. The, all the, right, fair. They came, the moobs came pre-installed. So I looked up meningitis because yeah. I've heard of meningitis. Yeah. I didn't know what it is. Inflammation or swelling of the protective membranes covering the brain and spinal cord. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's a fungus that makes your brain so, well, sack blow So there's, there's, there's a viral meningitis, but this is fungal, fungal meningitis. Fungal meningitis. Yes, it is a, it is a fungus that yeah, makes your brain several, sack swell. There, there's several you know, things that can cause meningitis. Also, when you look up meningitis on Google and there's like an illustration, why did it have to be a redheaded dude with a neck beard? <laughs> just, just that's that's the thing I want but to throw yeah, out there. But, but continue, yeah. Mike. But meningitis is like is one of those things like uh, pneumonia, where mm-hmm. it's not an actual disease; it's a symptom, symptom. or right. a uh, well, there's a term for that where it's a affliction caused by a disease right. caused by a i guess that is a disease it is a disease but it's caused by other diseases caused by an infection yes that, so i guess yeah i guess a disease is non-specific in its causal origin mm-hmm. okay so um what's well, fucked yeah, in fact way. yeah yeah you're fucked so uh Da, 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 da. The outbreak first caught. Uh, did I read that? No, no. The f- outbreak first caught the attention of the CDC and local health officials from Texas and no, I'm sorry, in Tejas in early no, thank May. You. Two female patients in the state had been hospitalized with meningitis, a serious inflammation of the protective membranes covering the brain and spinal cord. I went to Me- I, I, I went to Mexico <laughs> and all I got was this lousy brain swelling. <laughs> By mid-May, more potential cases were reported, all of whom had recovered, all of whom had received epidural anesthesia during cosmetic surgery weeks earlier at either the Riverside Surgical Center or the Clinica K3 in, oh boy, we- Matamoros, Tampulapias, Mexico. Okay, we need to ask our friend where he had his work done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's fine. It's yeah. been over a year. Oh, yeah, it's been like a year and a half or two years. Um, I still just picture people getting this and then going, don't they the fuck? Yeah. Based on initial test results, it was quickly suspected that a fungal germ was the culprit of the outbreak. Later lab work suggested that it was fungi belonging to the Furicerium soloni species complex. As of the CDC's latest update on June 29th, there have been 34 suspected, probable, or confirmed cases of fungal meningitis tied to the clinics. There have also been five confirmed and two probable deaths. Over 160 other people possibly at risk for exposure are under observation, including those with no symptoms or who are still awaiting test results. You know, I'm just going to say this, and it's going to sound terrible, but I really want some fried mushrooms now. What does it say about me that, like, I'm automatically free associating that song Spinal Meningitis by Ween? Like, this entire time, I'm just <laughs> okay, thinking... No, it's, that's fair. Spinal Meningitis got me down. God <sighs> damn it. Fucking Ween. 
So, yeah. So, you know, it just goes on to say stuff about, you know, more background things and that uh, it is not transferable between people and things like is that. Is it, though, the cosmic death fungus? I mean, you could be. I mean, technically, anything that gets you sick is because of the cosmic death fungus. Right. True. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a fungus. Um, I don't know if it's cosmic, and it has caused death. So it's you got you got two out of three. So I guess what we're saying is stop eating pigeon shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so more fungus among us. Wow, that's uh, it's kind of sad and weird and. I'm a little gassy now. Now, if any of these, uh, if any of these people that have con- contracted that, it is, it is, you know, close to the brain. So, if they start having like fungus stuff come out of their mouths and they start, yeah. you know, acting all crazy and zombie-like, you know, we should it means probably you're put in them California. Down. I'm sorry, that is a low-hanging <laughs> fruit joke. I'm sorry. I just, uh, you you're know, wrong. Yeah, that's fair. But like. I don't know. I feel like we're just kind of fucked as a species, no matter what. Now, um, yeah, fungus. Yeah, it's, it's becoming more and more common with this yeah. stuff. So, yeah, yeah that's true. Sucks. I, I, it's also just a product of more information. You know, it's you know, thirty, forty years ago, they would have just been ah, they just died for you know, they had they had some shit we didn't know about. Now, yeah. you know, it's on the news because, you know, people want to know about the death fungus that kills people. Yeah, and that is, again, the biggest source of traffic for our website is the fact that we did something about the cosmic death fungus. Mm-hmm. And if you want a cosmic death fungus ribbon, hit us up at DragonCon. We'll be at DragonCon wandering around with ribbons, handing them out. Yeah. yeah. I, don't get to, I don't get to do that voice enough, so... So, so now what? Well, David, before X gives it to us, oh, mm-hmm. I would like to do a brief reading from the Principia Discordia. Okay. Page 28. General license. How to start a P-O-E-E cabal without messing around with the Polyfather. If you can't find the Polyfather, or having found him, don't want anything to do with him, you are still authorized to form your own P-O-E-E cabal and do priestly things, with capitals, using the Principia Discordia as a guide. Your official rank will be P-O-E-E chaplain for the Legion of Dynamic Discord, which is exactly the same as a P-O-E-E priest, except that you don't have an ordination certificate. The words you are now reading are your ordination. How to become... How to become a P-O-E-E chaplain. And I'm reading this because someone did this, and they're very proud that they got their card from uh, Malacalypse the Younger. Mm. How to become a P-O-E-E chaplain. Number one, write the Eresian affirmation in five copies. Two, sign and nose print each copy. Three, Send one to the President of the United States. <laughs> Four, send one to the California State Bureau of Furniture and Bedding, 1021 D Street, Sacramento, California, 94814. Five, nail one to a telephone pole, 
hide one and burn the other. Then consult your pineal gland. So you don't have to have proof of these. Nope. But somebody did, you know, actually have proof. They photographed themselves doing it, sent it off to the Polly father, and the Polly father sent them like a bunch of official stuff. I'm like, but the entire point of doing it like this is you don't need the fucking Polly father because you don't want to have anything to do with him. Which president did they send it to? You know, I can only guess it was Ronald Reagan. Yeah, because it'd be like, when did <laughs> he, they do His it? brain was such mush by then that he thought it was like official correspondence from someone. Oh, hello, what's this? This looks important. Well, you could say the same thing about George Bush. George H.W. H.W., yes. Well, well, well H.W.'s well, George, brain H. W. wasn't w. melting w. from... Oh, no, W. 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 No, but, yeah, but w. here's H. the thing. Like, W's brain wasn't melting due to senility and uh, Alzheimer's. Like, uh, it, was, it was college cocaine usage. Yeah, no. Bush's brain was uh, fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, that too. <laughs> and then post-college alcohol syndrome. Yes. Post-college post, post cocaine usage. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, you've seen that video of where they tell him the, te- the World Trade Center's been hit, mm-hmm. it, and he just gets his look in his eye, and mm-hmm. it looks like the dude just leaned over and whispered, has anyone really been far even has decided to use even go want to do look more like? He's very confused. And then, and then Bush is just like, what? So, anyway... <laughs> That was our reading this week from the Principia Discordia. Thank you. Go enjoy a hot dog before Friday. On Friday. Oh, on Friday. On Friday. It's got to be See, on Friday. I'm a, you can't I'm a have terrible it. Discordian. It's okay, man. It the whole point is chaos, and if you're fucking it up, you're doing it right. Hell yeah. So, David, I think X needs to give it to us. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to need you two gentlemen to open up the thread. I have it linked under the week. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, weekend weird talk. Okay. And the title of the thread is, So, I finally went and checked out the Mad Scientist house. The Mad Scientist? Okay. Yeah, yeah and there's there's a bunch of pictures in here. I'm going to kind of give some highlights and read a couple of posts, but um, uh, this is from an anonymous user. Um, I'm going to keep track of this and see if they do any updates over the next week or so. Um, quote, Long story short, my family owns property in a very, very rural area, 30 plus miles off any road access, and we happen to live near where an old, crazy, mad scientist guy used to live. He's long gone, dead, so on, and I finally made the hike up to his old cabin to check it out, to see if there was anything left. That's a pretty badass looking cabin. Right, it's kind of, it's a little more inviting than a Unabomber cabin. Yes. But it's still got the Unabomber quality. Oh yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's. I like the the like turret on top, the <laughs> like little the sniper bo- shed on. It's top. the yeah. angry dome <laughs> with a little chimney on it and everything. <laughs> it's like, it's look, the anger dome it, from it Futurama. Looks, or that, or it just looks like you know, if this was like a houseboat, that would be the bridge sticking up the top, but it's just landlocked. Yeah, mm-hmm. a landlocked houseboat bridge. So yeah, this place is overgrown. It's um. It's not been used in quite a bit. I don't know when the scientist guy died. Um, thankfully, there's no identifying information, so people can't go and fuck with it, which is good. Um, yes. But as you'll kind of go through, you'll notice that there's some uh, weird paperwork. Um, looks like it's kind of evoking like Tesla's uh, free energy ideas. 
In um, the sense that it's all bullshit, yes. Yeah, so one, one thing is, uh, a quote from the op here, dude said the mountain we live near on is a dead volcano at that energy from the atmosphere is linking to the Earth dynamo through the old dead volcano tubes. Therefore, he hears a human and sort of certain equipment picked up the reading. So, it, more than likely this dude's a schizophrenic, uh, was a schizophrenic at the time, um... But it's interesting to see, like, all of these notes about, like, some sort of theory that he's working on. And it's not, like, anything original. It looks cobbled together from a bunch of pseudoscientific ideas. Um, you'll see, like, again, it's just, it's a fascinating dive into this material. And can I say this guy has really great handwriting? Like, some of these pages, it looks almost, like, printed how, like, even it is. Yeah. So, I mean, so like the uh, what was I looking at the the nature of the flow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Now I mean, the it's... other thing is he has a lot of VHS tapes too, and I'm curious if any of this is going to get digitized because apparently he okay. wanted to get the stuff out. All right, there's a picture of a dog behind a pile of books, and the dog. The, the way the photo looks, this dog looks like an undead hellhound staring into the camera, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's got that kind of uh, liminal space vibe, especially okay. with, like, the uh-huh. empty terrarium. Okay, this guy is unhinged, though, because he didn't close his parentheses. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm looking at his books. Yeah, again, like, they're not super totally off the wall. Like, he's got no, Cosmos and Carl Sagan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the New Force, Future Shock. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything, like, he has a shitload of National Geographics. Which is awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Which, I've Mm. seen a lot of those, like, at place, and this looks like a big old stack of Time Life books off Mm -hmm. to one side. Yeah, he's got a bunch of just general science books, uh, Energy and Its Forms and Changes, College Physics. So, like, he's not, I don't see him diving into the crank shit, you know what I mean? I think but, he had an experience, and it uh, it it changed him. We also know that a bear had been inside the house at some point and already shit all over the place. Okay, so awesome. apparently the guy's been dead for at least a decade. Oh. Okay, I found the videotapes, and they're all like blank videotapes with yeah. labels on them. But apparently, he was wanting to like get those out there. So what I'm hoping is that this animal. Yeah, um, this Anon, like, gets them digitized, because I'd be, I'm dying to know. It's like a hundred VHS tapes. Yeah, because there's a typed letter that apparently was talking to, it basically says, 29 March 95, to, and it's left blank, but it's, Dear Sir, during last year I've personally delivered a comprehensive videotape to you and many other well-selected departments of science around the world. Oh, these are his videos. Now I send you their names and telephone numbers for your further interest in the subject material. The videotape gives a very clear rep a very clear presentation of a well-controlled flow of electrical energy through the atmosphere. The PMEL parentheses precision measurement equipment laboratory no close parentheses at redacted confirm to me that the videotape does show flowing electrical energy through the atmosphere and it just goes on yeah mm-hmm. but yeah so apparently he was like okay trying to get these tapes out to laboratories yes. people that would mm-hmm. anybody that would you know this is a man obsessed also really yes. good paintings actually 
the, so these aren't his paintings, but it does oh. remind me of Ingo Swan. Shit. Quite a bit. Yeah, no, it can, it also reminds me of those big-eyed Mexican children paintings. That, these are yeah, big-eyed Mexican children yeah. paintings. Yeah. Okay, oh. now there's a really neat drawing oh, down oh. here, and then it says, this guy is talking about morphic field theory and seems to be combining it with a sort of electric universe. Now, the electric universe is a theory that I am not equipped to explain right now, but I have a book on it. Mm-hmm. And I will ruin our lives. It's just yeah, like spider eggs. It, of course. One thing that was mentioned in the thread is that there was a uh, Toshiba laptop that he's going to pick up on a return trip. And I'm very curious about that. Oh, wow. Um, I, I feel like this is a story to watch. Oh, man. Did you see the ancient ass washing That's machine? That's what I just got to. The old yeah. ringer washer. Oh, okay. interesting. This guy has something in common with Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Spray the tan? Bath- the bathroom is blocked off by dozens of cardboard boxes full of paperwork <laughs> and old-timey film slides. So he didn't go to the bathroom in his final days. Okay. I don't know who this picture of uh, the person is with the, the gun in the laptop oh. wearing a pedo bear. Oh, no, that's a thing. reference to Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, yeah. we've got a video spine. Yeah. Pal, electromagnetic field theory interview with Dr. Joe Toe. The person mentions there is a second story window room with weird stairs that I didn't trust enough to climb. So that weird little angry dome we saw on top looks like it was uh, not like it didn't look safe to climb up there. But that's something that could be interesting as well. Oh, I can't wait for the sequel to this thread that involves like physical collapse of a building. Oh, we're going to find a corpse in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, someone in the thread directly hmm. draws parallel to Nikola Tesla. Um, of course they did. Yeah, I, I, again, yeah. though, this is, like, super fascinating. No, and, I, I agree. So, so I, what I understand is they're, they're redacting this person's name, but he's dead, so... Well, here's like, the thing. Like, you can look up his name and then find the property, I, I wonder. Oh. I think okay, that yeah, might that makes be the sense. safest but, thing. But the electromagnetic theory of... Something blank hill, hill by blank ori- original in you know emphasis emphasis. Now now here's how um here's how long it takes to get out there. Uh, this is from the op. The place in question is a ways off the road system. I was out there for two days and have to arrange a two hour boat ride or eight hundred dollar flight to get back out there. I know Holy what animals have said, but I have confidence that no one else will be rummaging there before me. Hopefully you're glad uh, glad you're enjoying the information so far. This will definitely be a multi-part series. I feel like this is in Alaska. That's possibly a good yeah. guess, or it could um, be it could be in the Great Lakes. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm no. Well, there is some evergreen, but there's a lot of like leafy trees in that background. I mean, there's a lot of you know giant wilderness areas so who knows but yeah i mean alaska does seem as probable as anywhere else in america so so you say america do they say america could be you know canadia it didn't say so so the i mean there's only like three people in canada so like it (laughs) should be safe so so the original poster i i believe he said his family owned the 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 land yeah Um, right but the property itself this house um like i guess the the um, poster is kind of like squatting on 
that house particularly right now because, uh, again, it's interesting. Yeah, obviously. Well, I mean, if I found that on land I own, you're goddamn right I'd be squatting. <laughs> oh, oh here, here's a fun one. Uh, listen to this, Anon. Op. Years ago, I broke into this abandoned house of a crazy dude from my village who disappeared with his family, and I didn't take any stuff, just did some recon to return for a later date. When I returned just a few days later, the place was completely wiped and nothing was left behind. On top of all, stay safe, Anon. Bears are spooky. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, the, 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 it being a log cabin definitely seems to speak more towards something northernish. Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of log cabins in the south. or. I, I gotta say, this is a rather uh, rather refreshing change of pace for X. It's, it's oh, yeah. nice when X has like a mystery on their hands. Um, Absolutely. And we actually get... I mean, you still have shit posts in here, but you have um, people like making serious suggestions and stuff. Um, you know, so uh, let's see some things to consider. Uh, someone mentioned papers, VHS tapes, CDs, DVDs, film projector slides, laptops, journals, notes, everything like that. Someone also suggest- suggested like check near his bed specifically because um, for people like this, I guess they keep their stuff near their bed in case they got to go run off in the night or something. So makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean this is just interesting. Again, there's not a whole lot to it. Yeah, um, it's it's some but early discovery, but it, it's something to watch for sure. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah, no, that's really awesome. I look forward to hearing more when it happens. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's about it. We don't have any questions or anything. Ooh, so in the uh, the typed letter. You can see a, something behind it. It says Dr. Quentin Ruhr, Neurobiologist, University of Alaska. Okay, there you go. It's Alaska. Well, no, I mean, it's some, It's a page behind it, but you can kind of see through the bleed through. Yeah. And it's not reversed, so it's obviously a, you know, just a page behind it, but... So, it's just say University of Alaska, but I don't know who the Dr. Quentin Ruhr oh, is. I'm seeing a fish hook down there too in fishing yeah. lines. So yeah. Oh, it's Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. This is I mean, definitely it's an possibly. Wait, there's a thing at the bottom. There's a phone number. Uh oh. Don't look. Don't say the phone number out so, loud. Look it up. Yeah, but uh, it looks. I mean, at the bottom of the letter, you expect that to be kind of a return address. It, it seems like there's a bunch of names listed on the thing behind oh, yeah, the is. sheet. Yeah, it looks like it's a contact Daily list. Daily news. Yeah, it might be a contact mm-hmm. sheet. Yeah, it right. might, yeah, it might be his list of yeah, people they're he all, was sending this to. Yeah, they're because they're all delineated by... You're right. Yeah. Doctor, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is fun, man. I know. We're live uh, investigating. Man, I want that stack of um, like National Geographic and Time Life <laughs> books, man. Yep. Yep, I want to get in there and get all them books. And they're going to smell like bear shit. So, guys. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's it for this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anybody got any plugs? David, what would you like to plug? Um, If you haven't listened to the latest, I believe it's still the latest flag for content. uh, I was on there with uh, Darth Plato, a.k.a. Andy. Uh, A lot of fun. Talked about my flags and my comic everything like that um otherwise uh you know i i do want to mention that i forgot to do an affirmation during last week's um 
or during the last uh, distraction hole. So I have officially yep. failed the podcast. So No, you haven't. It's fine. See, next week I'll do a positive affirmation and you do a positive affirmation and we'll have it all caught up. We're there failures. We we're just failures. Yeah, we're terrible. Well, we're obviously terrible at researching. Yes. So <laughs> we're uh, terrible at affirmations. Bitch, too. That son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mike, have you got any uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, anything nah. you've been watching you want to throw up there? Nah, I'm good. All right, the only thing I'm going to plug is this show. You can find everything you need to about the show on supernetpod.rocks. That's a link to our Patreon, a link to our Discord, a link to our social media. And a link to the past. No. <laughs> you will find the kazoo of soup. But nonetheless, you can find everything at supernetbuy.rocks, and you can find us on all your favorite podcatching devices. And services. That as well, yes. I mean, like, literally just about everything. We're on everything, so... Woo! So, until next time, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I'm going to start looking for abandoned uh, abandoned houses and break into them. I think that sounds fun. <laughs> you know, I did that as a kid, and the only thing I found was dirty underwear. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think those monkeys were in a fraternity? Ooh, <laughs> do you think the fraternity got shut down for illegal monkey hazing? Maybe I saw that in a Futurama. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I remember that one. That was What was the monkey's name? Gunther? Gunther. Yes, Gunther. Gunther, yes, in his hat. Banana, yes, banana, smart. banana. <laughs>